right. I'm good. How can the complexities of medical coding be simplified? Can healthcare providers and professional medical coders maintain efficiency in an environment of ever-increasing complexity? This is Unraveling Medical Coding, and I'm your host and certified general surgery coder, Neil Sheth. And I'm Piyush Sheth, a general surgeon and author of Coding Solutions General Surgery. Hi, Dad. Hey, Neil. There is a physician shortage in the U.S. due largely to our aging population. As a consequence, the use of physician extenders has become commonplace. What are physician extenders? A physician extender or non-physician practitioner is a licensed healthcare provider who is not a physician that provides medical services typically performed by a physician. The term physician extender is used for physician assistants, nurse practitioners, clinical nurse specialists, and certified nurse midwives. Why use them? Well, as you mentioned earlier, there is a predicted physician shortage that is expected to worsen. Physician extenders can help alleviate this shortfall. Physician extenders can provide healthcare services on their own or under the supervision of a physician. When a physician extender bills for services, they are paid at 85% of Medicare physician fee schedule whereas physicians are paid at 100% of the Medicare physician fee schedule. In certain circumstances, when a physician extender provides services under the supervision of a physician, the physician can bill for the service. In the coding domain, the term instant to is bantered about. What exactly does this refer to? Incident to services are defined as services that are an integral although incidental part of a physician's professional services and are provided in the physician's office or in the patient's home. Services must be part of the patient's normal course of treatment during which a physician personally performs an initial service and remains actively involved in the ongoing course of treatment. This means that when using incident to services, the physician must personally perform the initial evaluation and management service determine a plan of care, and remain actively involved in the future course of treatment. The physician extender can provide subsequent evaluation and management services for the predetermined plan of care as long as the plan of care does not change. The physician would be able to bill for those subsequent services. If the patient has a new or worsening complaint, the physician must conduct a new evaluation and management service for that complaint and update the plan of care. All initial and subsequent services under the incident to billing would be paid to the physician at 100% of the Medicare physician fee schedule. If you use a physician extender and do not wish to use incident to service billing, then the physician extender can provide the initial and all subsequent visit care and bill for all visits would be paid to the physician extender at 85% of the Medicare physician fee schedule. So the benefit to billing under incident to services is improved reimbursement. Correct. There are a few caveats, however. First, the physician must be physically present in the office and immediately available to provide assistance and direction to the physician extender. Secondly, the physician extender must be employed by the physician or the physician's group. And third, 
the physician extender can only provide services within their scope of practice. Well, what about using physician extenders in hospital or ER settings? The terminology here deals with split shared services. A split shared service occurs when both a physician and a physician extender provide a substantive portion of an evaluation and management face-to-face service on the same patient on the same date of service. Then the work of the physician and physician extender can be combined into a single billed service. Again, the benefit of this is that reimbursement would be better because you can bill at a higher CPT evaluation and management code. How is substantive portion of an evaluation and management service defined? Redo that, Neil. It's, it's not substantive, it's substantive. How is substantive portion of an evaluation and medicine service defined? The definition is actually quite vague. It is defined as all or some portion of the history, exam, or medical decision-making. Technically, as long as you document some sort of face-to-face service with any portion of history, physical exam, or medical decision-making, you can hijack a physician extender's documentation on the same patient and use it in addition to your documentation to receive payment at 100% of the Medicare physician fee schedule. Hijack seems like a problematic word. I know, but let's say that a physician extender documents a comprehensive history, comprehensive physical exam, and high decision... Sorry. I know, but let's say that a physician extender documents a comprehensive history, comprehensive physical exam, and high medical decision-making and your documentation simply reads, patient was seen and examined, abdomen was distended and tendered diffusely, will proceed to surgery. Technically, you can combine both documentation notes and you can bill as a physician using the highest level evaluation and management CPT code and receive 100% of the Medicare physician fee schedule reimbursement. Me, I'm a little old fashioned and I feel guilty with this minimal documentation by a physician. In my practice, I tend to document significantly more. I'm sure there are other caveats to split shared billing. You're catching on. You're absolutely right. Caveat one, the physician must provide a face-to-face service and document at least one element, history, exam, or medical decision-making. There must be appropriate documentation by the physician if he is to bill for the service. Inappropriate documentation would include the following. Number one, if the physician only reviews the physician extenders' note. Number two, if the physician simply documents seen and agree. Or number three, if the physician simply cosigns the physician extenders' note. In these three circumstances, the physician extender would bill for the service. An example of acceptable documentation by the physician would be as follows. I personally saw and examined the patient and discussed the management with the physician extender. I reviewed the physician extender's note and agree with the documented findings and plan of care with the following changes. You would insert any corrections here. The portions of the history, exam, and or medical decision-making that I personally performed are as follows. And you would insert your documentation also here. Caveat two. 
Split shared services cannot be used for consultation services, critical care services, or procedural services. So the take-home message is that physician extenders can allow you to see more patients and bill for higher reimbursement if certain requirements are met. You got it. Thanks, Dad, for clarifying coding when using physician extenders. My pleasure. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Unraveling Medical Coding. Don't forget to subscribe to Unraveling Medical Coding from wherever you get your podcasts. Also, if you have a free minute, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Stay safe and stay healthy.